striker, but Ryan Giggs is in the FA Cup semi-final. Have a look at one of the greatest goals I've seen on this ground. That's deliberate. That's fantastic. Sheer brilliance. Sheer brilliance. That's all you can say about that piece of football from a talented, talented footballer. Absolutely unsavable. Andrew, what's going on, man? Hey, Ali. It's been a while, mate. It's uh, Everything's good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, you know. Life of a gooner. That's it. Yeah. Hasn't been uh, too promising or hasn't been many happy times in uh, or in recent months, I'd say. Or well, 2017, actually. It's been, it's been shocking. You know, everyone keeps going about how bad of a year 2016 was, but yeah. far out. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this is a lot it's, worse. It's <laughs> actually probably as an Arsenal fan for me, um, having been one now close to 20 years, it's probably been the worst start to a year I've ever um, seen as, as an Arsenal fan. I can't remember any year post... I mean, I don't know what it was like in the 80s or the 90s or the 70s, but in the late 90s to 2017, I don't remember a year being this bad as an Arsenal fan. Like, we've lost how many games? About six games this year? Seven, I think. Seven. Six or seven games, and it's only, like, April. Oh, sorry, eight games. We've lost eight games in 2017. In the like, there's been years where we've lost ten, max, in a, in a single oh, in, year. In 2017, so that was just for the season. Yeah. 2017 started off with a win at against Palace at home. Yeah. Drew 3-3 with Bournemouth, beat Preston, beat Swansea beat Burnley, beat Southampton. So January was pretty good. Pretty good. Then February, lost to Watford. Yeah, I think that's when it started, Lost to it? Chelsea. Beat Hull, thrashed by Bayern 5-1. Beat Sutton, lost to Liverpool, Liverpool 3-1. Got thrashed by Bayern 5-1. Beat Lincoln, lost to West Brom. Yeah. Drew with City, beat West Ham. Lost the Palace. Yeah, so that's about eight games, I think, seven or eight games at least. Total, yeah, eight games. You take, where, take a Champions League, yeah, yeah. where we've uh, lost and because uh, in in twenty sixteen, like the the first half of the season, I think we only lost was it the Liverpool? Mm. That was it, wasn't it? Liverpool, Everton, Everton, and City. Yeah, so it was three games. Oh, no, it's it, yeah. And he just keeps saying, same old Arsenal. Same old Arsenal. And for the first time in uh, in, in Wenger's reign, we're not going to... We Probably it's looking like we're not going to make the Champions League, you know? Yeah, well, we still have two games in hand. Like, we've got eight games left, two of them in hand over Liverpool. So it can bring us in within three points mm-hmm. of Liverpool. Is that going to happen or not? Honestly, the, the way we're playing at the moment, uh, I, I can't even sit down and watch them. Like, it's that terrible. Like, the Palace game for me... Uh, you know, I, I thought um, the second half we would have come out firing, which we did, but then we caught that penalty. There was a dive. I thought he made no contact. It was a dive. But at the end of the day, it was mm. that Kabai goal as well. Yeah. Um, Good goal. Good goal. But, I thought um, it was an accident. I thought he kind of slipped and he got underneath it a little too you much. Reckon? Yeah, because if you watch the replay, it looked like he was trying to square it for, mm. for Benteke and he kind of went a little underneath it and it ended up being a chip and he fell on the ground so mm. then the day they did deserve it though palace you know all yeah. over us they we, we were terrible like we had all it was against west brom it was pretty much identical west brom yeah. all the possession they had all the chances yeah i think it was a moment just before they actually scored the second goal where bellerin he beat his man he cut back in 
he had to just loft this beautiful just whip it in Giroud was in there it would have gone to someone it could have been a goal could have not it created a chance instead he went back to Ozil who was sitting about tw- 25 yards out mm. and then he had a man rushing and he beat him and then people were going to shoot but he had a guy coming at him so he was going to yeah. get blocked but it's like how do you not cross mm. a situation like that how do you not cross the ball yeah. Why are we passing this the shit? Just put Bellerin for me. I don't know. Ever since he's grown his hair out and uh, <laughs> been a bit of a prima donna, I just uh, he's gone. He's gone backwards. A lot of the players have. But uh, you know, what about the abuse the fans were giving um, to to the players? Um, uh, yeah. Crystal Palace match. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's just. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They pay a lot of money to be there, and I've got some mates that go to all these away games, mm. and you know they're in week in week out. They go there. And to see that, to see three nil, they pay a lot of money, Palace. don't they? Like these these fans traveling as well. Let's yeah. not forget. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, not just going to Christopher South of London. They go to Liverpool. They go to yeah. Manchester. It's, I went, yeah, I, I went to uh, Manchester from London. I got a return to, uh, I got a train ticket, and I think it cost me, um, cost me about, I think it was eighty pounds a return ticket. Get f- first class on the train. Oh, it was a, it was one of those you know fast trains, but. You know, eighty pounds. That's a lot of money. You know, a return ticket from London on a train, like I think that's one hundred sixty dollars or one hundred fifty yeah. in today's exchange, Australian dollar. I don't, I don't know, but that's that's what I found on the internet. And uh, these these fans every or every second week having to cop up cough up at least say thirty forty pounds, whatever it is. But that's a lot of money. Just big dollars. It you really know, plus is. Plus the ticket beverages all that sort of stuff you yeah, know. and then i think chamberlain went over to the fans and they booed <laughs> yeah but this is what i was saying before if you're losing don't go to the fans the fans don't want to see you you fronting up it doesn't make you a man you they're pissed off and they're going to take it out of yeah, yeah I they, were, they the were pissed thing. they were not happy so and i understand that you know week in week out now we're just seeing crap performances yeah it's, it's honestly it's, it's becoming more and more frustrating you see everyone turning on venger um Mm. I don't know. It, you, you, I suppose there's a point where you get really angry and then there's a point where you just have to let it go. Yeah. And the fans fighting amongst each other. I mean, you've got the Wenger in and then you've got the Wenger out. Yeah, this, um, is, this is, it's just getting embarrassed. It really isn't. That was that fight at the Emirates. That was embarrassing. Yeah. I think for any, like for grown men to be fighting at a football game, regardless of what it is. Yeah. Apparently it wasn't over... Wasn't over Wenger. Yeah, it was was, apparently over something else. I think it was over. There was one fan that was Wenger in. The other one was Wenger out. I think the Wenger in guy he he pulled a banner out in support of Wenger, and the Wenger out guy or fan took offence to that, and they I think they started arguing, and then it all came to blows. I think it was. I think something like along those lines. But you know, I think. it's it's going to be tough, but I think all the fans need to unite, especially now the last two months. It is it is hard, but we need to get behind the team. That's, uh, that's right. I think at the end of the day, that's that's what you have to do. Getting angry and abusing players and abusing them on the internet on the team, it doesn't matter. Mm. At the end of the day, you you give them that negative environment, they're not going to flourish. They're not going to come out on top. They're not going to be motivated. They're going to be jaded and they, they need to snap out of it and they're only going to do with fan support. Mm. You're not going to go and support another team next year. So why the, why why aren't you backing the team now? Yeah. You know, it, we're kind of in a position, I, I feel, that you see all the other teams that are mid-table and all that kind of stuff go through losses like every second week. We're getting upset over eight losses in one season. Mm. 
Like you say, yeah, it's not good enough for whatever, but it happens. Yeah. Look at Chelsea last year. No one's talking about. It. They went from champions to finishing what yeah. eighth, ninth. Yeah. Let's let's be fair. Like it's we in terms of Arsene Wenger's um, reign. I think he uh, this is probably his worst season. He's been with us for twenty years, so it is his worst season. Yeah. It's he, he's probably due to have even though the last you know ten ten seasons haven't been the we have we have made top four consistently like every year and uh we have won a few fa cups but you know for a club the size of arsenal we do expect more as fans especially when you consider the late 90s and early 2000s Mm. we were probably one of the best teams in the world um during that eight to ten years and um we really want to see arsenal get back to that uh that stage you know where we're getting past the round of 16 in the champions league where we're we're fighting for the title you know up until the last week of may and um you know, so look, like I said, with Arsene Wenger, I don't know what the situation is. Apparently, the rumor is that he um, he has signed a two-year deal, but he's waiting until the end of the season um, yeah, I wouldn't to announce, announce it. it now. <laughs> yeah, he probably won't announce it now. Um, but uh, you know, and, see, and and there's talk of a um, a clear out. You know, names like uh, Wal- Walcott, Chamberlain to be gone, Ozil gone, Sanchez gone, and they're talking about a two million war chest plus plus uh, money from the player sales. So that's the rumours on the news. We can't believe everything we hear on the, well, in the papers. Think, but you know, in our last pod, at the end of it, we went through who would you clear out. And I think it's it's necessary to clear out a lot mm. of these players. A lot of them we've had for years and they just haven't flourished. You know, like Walcott, his best season goals-wise, but he's still being poor. Yeah, he's poor. He's still being poor. Like he'll score, he'll score your goals. Um, he'll probably average, you know, 15 goals a season or 15 to 20 in all competitions. But... His performance during the game isn't there. No, like he doesn't. He doesn't make any assists. He won't beat two or three players and and make a key pass. You know, he, he's in there in the in the right situation sometimes to score a goal. But we need more. We need more. That's not going to win us a title. You know, we need more than that. And um, I'm sorry, but Walcott's been there for the majority of those. Or he's been there for he's, ten years, more than ten years. He's twenty eight. Twenty eight, and we he re- and sixteen. He, what's he achieved? You know, he hasn't. I can't remember a season where you can say Walcott, that was his best season at Arsenal because most of them have just been average. Yeah. I think we're always just waiting for him to burst out and be this incredible player. And yeah. he just, he kind of never yeah. came to fruition. He, yeah. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't like, have he's, it. He's, he's not, an old school type of English yeah. footballer. You know, the pace, he's a winger. You play the long ball, he gets on the end of it, puts it in the box. Yeah. You know, you can't play like that. You have to be, a winger has to be like Sanchez who can dribble around the ball, can hold the ball yeah. You know, very well, pass the ball back. Um, he just doesn't have it in his lock. His feet aren't quick enough when he's dribbling. No. It's only made for running. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, we, we need to clear out. And, you know, earlier I said in the, one of the previous pods that the only reason Wenger would stay would be, well, the only way he would stay is if we bring a technical director in. And it looks like it's happening. There's yeah. the, Mark Overmars has been, you yeah. know, rumored, but also the, Head of the international recruitment, I don't know what his name was. Yeah, well, yeah, I heard about Overmars yesterday, and um, I think he's got he's got the AX gig at the moment yeah, as a I technical director. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so he's got he's got experience. He's a he's a former player. Um, you know, they would have spoken obviously to Wenger about it, I'm sure, because he runs most of the things. So it would have got his approval. So. You know, as an ex-player, Wenger probably would have given the green light. But um, I know Wenger in the past hasn't been in favour of a I've technical explained. director. 
Um, well, yeah, because he, he wants total control. He wants total control. <laughs> so, um, look, it'll be it'll be interesting, but there is no doubt that we do need to see changes at this football club. There is no doubt about that. Um, and the sooner the better. And, and they need to let the fans know what's going on. Yeah, I think that's the worst thing. If you've ever seen one of the Arsenal tweets and just look at the replies... <laughs> Yeah. Not a single person participates in whatever they're trying to do. Mm. It's always, what the hell are you doing? Venga out. You know, you should be ashamed of yourself. All kind of really negative stuff. Yeah. And we've got the, like, the greatest online presence yeah. for any footballing team. Yeah, we're pretty big on, on, the so, t- on the Twitter. The fact that, you know, the Arsenal club can't sit there and actually speak to the fans properly and keep them kind of away from everything mm. is, is concerning. And I think that's where the fans are concerned the most is because, yeah, we want to change, but a new coach isn't going to guarantee success. Wenger isn't going to guarantee success. You know, and th- this is the thing. We're in this kind of, this, I don't know what you call it. You're kind of in the middle of something and you just don't know. Mm. You don't know what's going to happen. And you will fear that we're going to end up going down like Manchester United did. You know, they've had... Mm. Since Ferguson left, every year's been mediocre. That's right. I think they made one Champions League season. Yeah. Um, and we obviously don't want to be in that position. Look, at, look how much Man United have spent um, this season. The money on Pogba and um, even with under Moyes and Van Hal, they spent a lot of money, but yeah. they still couldn't crack the top four. So, And they're still only three points ahead of us. Mm. Like it's... Yeah. it's, it's like this, this is the other thing that really irritates me is we're getting so much stick from everyone like every man united supporters liverpool supporters tottenham supporters this is the first year in 20 first time in 20 years they're going to finish above us and mm. they're giving us shit like seriously get a group yeah themselves. exactly um but you know they're all going and it's like we're not that far behind manchester united we're not that far behind liverpool yeah we're not that far behind city and we've we've lost eight games in 2017 yeah look we still we've still got a chance to to make the top four my um my my biggest concern, to be honest, is um, it's probably the first time in a while where I um, I've watched Arsenal games and I'm looking at the players, um, obviously from the telly, and I, I I'm just looking at them and I think, are these players playing for Wenger? You know, like in previous seasons they always used to fight up until the last minute to try to get that winner or that equaliser. You know, we went two 0 down and I, I saw no fight from this from this Arsenal team in the Crystal Palace match, and I thought. You know, is he is Wenger delivering that message? You know, at halftime or or before the match. You know, even there's some games where I've seen this season we haven't even, you know, uh, the first fifteen twenty. It takes us about twenty minutes to actually get into the match. You know, and I think what are these um, what are these pre match talks or what are these halftime talks? You know, is he getting the message to the players? Other why aren't the players responding? You know, to to the manager and. Um, I'm starting to think, you know, do we need a change um, at this football club, or is do do we need to get rid of some of some bad eggs uh, within the team, you know, or do we need to look at the his coaching staff, you know, the assistant Steve Bold? Do we look at that? Maybe he needs to step aside, and Wenger needs to have someone, uh, you know, maybe more experienced, or um, like I said, we're looking at a technical director, all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things to look at. Um, I, I like for me. I think what you're saying is right. You know, there is. You know, what do you look at? Is it the bad eggs? I think there is. Mm. Is it Wenger? I think that is. It's all a combination of things. Is it the board? Yes, it is. Um, is it assistants? Yeah, 
But I, I think what Wenger's done is is crowded themselves with yes men who mm. just listen to him. Imagine if his assistant was Tony Adams. You know yeah. what I mean? A, a performance like that at half time, Tony Adams will be kicking their asses yeah. in that change. Tony group. Adams, Martin Keown, Patrick Vieira, you know, Jans Lehmann. Yeah. He was known to be um very aggressive if if you you know, if the players weren't performing. Um but you touched on the board there and um I wonder what the board um, are saying to Wenger like what are his targets are they saying to him top four you know and, and we'll love that get past the round of 16 um, in the cha- or get past the group stage yep. in, the, in, in the Champions League and, and it's fine progress to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup are they are, are his targets not um, high enough you know and um, yeah, I think they're all monetary targets they're yeah. really like the difference between winning the Champions League and making out the group stages isn't that much. Mm. Like, if you really think about it, right? And for us to win the Champions League, we're going to need more money invested in the squad. Mm. So they're automatically going, well, why do we need to win the Champions League? We're not going to make money from it. Mm. You know, it's, not, it's going to cost us more money to win it. We're going to be in a deficit. Exactly. You know? Um, and that's, that's what they decide. And they go, well... What do we want for Premier League? Oh, there's like five, six million difference between first and fourth. Exactly. Ah, to get first, we need to spend. And I think that's their mentality. But I what think. they, yeah, what they need to think about is the the current the, the engagement now between the fans and, and the club is at an all time low due to our not winning the, the big trophies. But see, this is the thing. Oh, we're going to lose these fans that are growing up now wanting to be Chelsea fans because they've won the Premier League, or Manchester City fans, or Real Madrid Barcelona fans because they continue to win the Champions League. Yeah, but you, know. you don't want those fans anyway. <laughs> we need Let's real be honest, fans. Uh, we need fans, fans to go days, through the heartache, yeah. right? We went through the heartache. We're going through the heartache. I think new fans need to go through that. I was having a chat to one of the guys that sits around me at work. He told me he's been a fan of Arsenal when he got into Premier League for the last like 10 years. Basically, wow. like our worst years. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going, oh, you know, like we, we, me and Andrew being fans for like over 20 years yeah. now, you know, yeah. since we're, you know, seven, eight years yeah. old. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this guy's like, I haven't seen Arsenal win anything other mm. than the FA Cup twice. Mm. And it's like, that's the reality for a lot of like Arsenal fans now. Yeah. Those young fellas, they haven't seen, you know, anything good yeah. come from it. And this is, again, why I don't think the board really gives a shit. Because... Th- our, our fans, the one that have been supporting the club for years, they're still supporting. The season ticket holders' waiting list is 20 years. I actually got an email um, three weeks ago because I applied for one in, um, I think it 1985. was... 1985. No, <laughs> it was actually, I think it was 2010, <laughs> I applied for one. And one of the um, one of the marketing sales guys emailed me uh, two weeks ago and said, look, you've moved up the waiting list. Um, you're now two years away. So two years away. Two years away, for yeah. For a season ticket. Yeah, for a season ticket. And I applied in 2000. And, I'm pretty sure it was 2010. Wow. Um, so there either must be a lot of fans that have just cancelled because they don't want to That's become... That's regret automatically. You know, because apparently the average was 10 to 15 years yeah, to become we, a season ticket holder. I suppose you've nearly done 10 years. Yeah, I've nearly done 10 years. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, right now... And you see a lot of empty seats at the Emirates, um, season ticket holders. Oh, what are you talking about? It's like 65,000 every game. Yeah. <laughs> There are empty seats. Come on, even the yeah, protests, even the well, protests, they, they come like in the twentieth minute because they they want to do a yeah. protest. Um, this thing, if you want to protest, don't go to the game. Yeah, exactly. This is the th- this is the other thing with our fans because you got to have money to support them nowadays. Yeah. So all the new fans, they've got money, especially, mm. and they don't want to give up. You know their ticket. Why and why should they? 
But at the same time, but you only look like a hypocrite when you protest and mm. then you come and watch the game and watch them flop and yeah. do all the things you, you know, protesting against. Um, that's the thing. So either support them or don't. Mm. It really is that. You know, if you're at home, you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that's that's pretty cool, two years. Mm. By the way, Andrew said when he gets his season ticket, he's going to move to London. Oh, yeah. Well, look, we'll, we'll see. I think um, I think Arsenal have like a ticket exchange system yeah. where you can, you know, uh, lease it back to the club for that game or, or something. Yeah. But I want to go every year for at least a month or so. Yeah, and, no, that's a fair um, point. You know, go ahead and uh, watch a few games. Hopefully they win, make me happy. But Yeah. Well, by the time you get it, Wenger won't be in charge. Yeah, charts. exactly. That's true. <laughs> Are you going to the um, Arsenal match in Sydney, the yeah. CFC? Or, yeah. How are you? That should be, yeah, I'm going. Going to the Sydney mm-hmm. FC match. I'm going to both. Yeah. Diehard fans watch yeah. those reserves. Yeah. You know what I've actually noticed is in are they the going to be the reserves? Are we going to well, see Yaya Sanogo? <laughs> well, he got a hat trick the other day, yeah, right? Um, but it's funny because I'm getting like the the ticket tech emails and that, and yeah. the posters used to have like Urzel and Sen- now it's got like Walcott and Ramsey, and it's just going oh, down. And I'm like, wow. oh, this is going to no. be Adelaide Sanogo, yeah, uh, Willock, Wilcott, Willock, Willock, Chris Willock, Willock. yeah. Your boy Crowley. Yeah. He scored a f- sublime goal the other day. Yeah. Um, we'll, see, we'll see the youngsters. Um, there'll be some of the experience. You're going to have to bring some of the experience. Yeah. But it's not an international window, so mm. um, there's no tournaments or anything. Oh, no, there's the Confeds. Is that? Okay. Well, we don't have any Portuguese or. Hopefully, they make some signings in June or whenever the transfer window opens, and then they can come along because it's in July. Yeah. But so. It's not going to happen. You know, we do the mm. deadline day. We do. Um, but yeah, I don't think you, we won't get Urzul. We won't get Mustafi because they'll be with Germany for the Confeds. Okay. Sanchez, so, unless he goes, I don't. I don't see San, Sanchez probably doing. Giroud. No, he would be at Confeds with oh, uh, yeah, Chile. Oh wow, that's right. Yeah, so you won't get Sanchez either. Giroud, you get. You should get. Granite, France don't have Granite anything. Zaka, yeah, um, look at the French guys. Yeah, yeah, Mohammed will be they there. Should still be good. Like as long as it, you get a decent squad turning up, like mm. even like the ones that went to the America, you know, at the end of the day, you you see it. You know, this yeah. first time in forty four years that we come to Australia, yeah. Um, and then have I they s- sold out yet, or there's still tickets available? I don't know. I think they've sold majority of the them majority, out. They yeah. did, but they sold majority of them out last year. Mm. So maybe it's just ones popping up. Yeah. Um, the the corporate ones where they couldn't flog off to mm. people. Um. Well, there's no return, so yeah. <laughs> I don't think people are going. I don't want my ticket anymore. <laughs> I think I paid about 130 bucks, and I'm maybe on the um, the keeper's box. Um, Fucking like that. that's expensive yeah. for sitting there. Yeah, I think we've had like it's not on the corner flag, but yeah. it's like 20, maybe 10, 10 meters in oh, okay. from the corner flag. But still, I would have expected halfway or something. But well, I think we've got it around. I think about like you'd say the thirty, like just out where the uh, twenty yard box is, mm. kind of on that line. I think we paid like one ten, one twenty. Mm. It was funny because I think it was a Sydney Arsenal club. Yeah, I think they're selling it for like one thirty five. Okay, a ticket. Um, but they they went on pre pre sale, so okay. like you could get them, and I think they did a big bulk purchase. So they are actually sitting in a group. So there's Arsenal okay. Sydney fans sitting behind the goals. Okay, and the other side you've got the Cove. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah it'd be, be interesting. Look, it'd be good. Um, yeah, it's, it's better than not watching them. So. Yeah, exactly. They probably won't come out again in another 20 years. Yeah. 
I mean, we know what Wenger's like in terms of the international. Well, he doesn't like it, does all, he? but he's not going to be there for twenty years, is there? No. So, well, this I, is the thing. Even me a... as a coach, I wouldn't want to go halfway around the world just to do a preseason tour when I can just go to somewhere in Europe or. Well, this is the thing. He sees this as marketing stunts and marketing ploys yeah. to get more money, and he's not interested in. It. He wants a proper prep for his team, which. Yeah. It's the right thing to do as a coach. Absolutely. But um, I, I see the importance also from a marketing perspective mm. to, you know, because let's, let's face it, Arsenal's a worldwide club. Yeah. You know, you need to engage with your fans everywhere. Yeah, but this what, I suppose this is why they prefer to go to the US where it's close. Yeah. You know, when you've got the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona out there as well, mm. there's a bit of quality in your friendlies. Yeah. But in Australia, what are you going to get? Mm. Do you know, there's the distance and then you're not getting the quality, you know, playing That's A-League right. teams. Um. But it should be all right. Mm. But I don't know. We've got eight games left. Yep. We've got, we got, we got Borough this Tuesday morning. We've got Borough Tuesday at 5 a.m. Um, and then I Away. Think, yep. The Sunderland match got postponed. Um, so I think we got uh, City in the FA Cup after. Ah, uh, okay. That's on a Monday, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday? Sunday night. No, that's all right. Sunday night on the 24th. Wait, Sunday night, mo- Monday morning you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm kidding all the crap games. Tottenham have had the 9.30 kickoffs the last two weeks. Mm. And then we've got Leicester. Tottenham away the 1st of May. That's a big one. That's going to be a massive one. Look, uh, look at that. we got Leicester at home, and then we've got Tottenham away, and then we've got Man United at home. So that could... Well, they're going to be the ones that tell us if we make top four or not. Yeah. Unless we lose the next two games, and then we're definitely yeah. not making top four. Yeah. Well, we need to beat Sunderland, and we need to. Because well, Southampton's our make-up game, isn't it? Yeah. That's one of the games in hand. I don't know who the other one is. Yeah. So, um, look, it's going to be an interesting last last month and a half. Confident like a six, four, six, seven weeks. You reckon the four? Nah. You reckon I Europa? Look, I hope we don't make... If we don't make the Champions League, I hope we don't make Europa League because yeah. playing on a Thursday night, it's just, you just going to Eastern Europe, playing on those synthetic pitches... Well, um, I think even if we do make it, I think we do what... Uh, you a couple of the other clubs there, when they just play their B squad, you know, give them a run out. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? But then you play on, on your Monday nights in the Premier League. Yeah, that's why I play the B squad. Yeah. Give them a bit of a run. They give them match games, though. So. Win, lose, draw, doesn't matter. Mm. Like, you know, I mean, at least these guys are getting some experience at, at a higher caliber games rather than playing on the 23s. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be also in terms of player recruitment um, in the summer, in the summer transfer window, if we don't make the Champions League, that might make it tougher. It will, because it, it will see. I think Sanchez will probably go if we don't make Champions League. Oh, 100%. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't think. Um, Look at Chelsea, though. They had no Europe this season, they only focused on the, uh, on the Premier League. That see that's the other thing with clubs like we're not like this is not to be like you know advance with Liverpool fans like a lot of players don't go to Liverpool well they haven't been going to Liverpool because they had no stability it wasn't just because they didn't have Europe mm. but there was the uncertainty that they didn't have good coach you know Rodgers wasn't good Hodgson wasn't good they went mm. through a spell after Benitez where it was just like flop after flop until they got Klopp yeah. um, but I think it would, it would be different you still want to go you know Chelsea got Kante. Yeah. You know, there was no, you know, hesitation with him. Um, you, you're still going to get better players coming yeah. into the club. I don't know if Sanchez will stay or go. Um, I think it's always hard, you know, people... You, you, you're kind of reading someone that you don't know anything about and yeah. trying to say, oh, no, he's going to do this. You know, it's like Ozil. Oh, Ozil's upset. Have you seen the guy's social media? He's, like, in love with Arsenal. 
So if you think he hates the club and he wants to leave, you're an idiot. And you're an, more of an idiot if you think he's going to go to Besiktas or, mm. sorry, to Fenerbahce. He's not going to leave Arsenal for Fenerbahce. And I'm pretty sure Yachim Ler already told him, if you go to Turkish League, you're not getting in the national team. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And that's not, not, not to be disrespectful to the Turkish, but it's, it's a calibre, you know what I mean? And, and you're going to carry your best player, especially the, the amount of youngsters that are coming through in Germany. You know, that could take his spot. Absolutely. Um, I think he was even on the bench in the last game. Um, Ozil. Yeah, because he's just come back from that injury yeah. farm with us. And yeah, it was just, he got his um, Player of the Year award. Yeah, true. Um, and this is the thing, like, you know, people criticize him and it really pisses me off because he's a German player, Player of the Year two years in a row. He still created the most chances in the Premier League. Even for us, he's created the most chances. You know, people go, oh, he doesn't do this, he doesn't run, he does It's not his job. He's not a defender. He's the guy, you let him do whatever he wants to do and he'll create chances for you. And he's done that time after time. And, you know, he's had a couple of bad games. So does Ronaldo. You know, so does Messi. You know, you can't expect these guys to be top tier every week. Mm. You know, I like think um, Diego Costa hasn't scored in a couple of weeks. No one's jumping up and down, calling him crap. Yeah. But, you know, we jump on Ozil straight away. Oh, Ozil didn't he? We lost the game because Ozil wasn't on time. No, the whole fucking 11 of them weren't playing. I think a lot of <laughs> Arsenal fans... Um try to compare him not in terms of playing style but as one of your leading players like to a Thierry, Thierry Henry you know when he was having a bad game he'd just do uh, individual brilliance you know just in that 15 he's, 20 he's seconds he's not that do you know what I mean and he's, just like win us the game yeah and you know someone like San- Sanchez hasn't been doing that recently I think he's been playing very poor yeah um, but we still, expect he, the likes he, of he Ozil he escapes that yeah like people giving him shit we, we expect the likes of Ozil to do that yeah, you know, and and we haven't really been been seen that lately from him, or you know, our our other world class player in Sanchez. Um, you know, when you're used to that great uh, early two thousands team, when you had Henri, you had your Burkamp, you had your Pires, Vieira, yeah, these you, guys were just match winners. You know, but, you, you, that's, but you're talking about a world class team, mm. not world class. Like we've only got a couple of you know world class players. They had a world class team back mm. then. And, you know, I mean, Ozil's, he just creates chances. That's his brilliance. But when you've got Danny Welbeck doing absolutely nothing up front, he's pretty fair, he's come back from injury. And he's not an out-and-out striker for me. I'm sorry, he's not. Mm. you got Sanchez, who's not on his game. you got Walcott, who, he doesn't know what to do if, unless there's a long ball and, you know, teams are playing, um, you know, holding the high line, line, high yeah. line. You know, he doesn't know what else to do. You can't, what are you going to do? The only thing is he can't shoot. Like, you watch Deli Ali, <laughs> the boy s- smashes those balls in. You know, and that's the one thing that Ozil doesn't have, but he creates chances that no other player can create. Mm. He sees stuff that no one else can see. Um, and when the rest of the team is crap, you can't expect him to be any better than the rest of them. We don't have a Thierry Henry type of player who can just, you know, from zero to 100 in a second, just turn the game, yeah. take three players on, smash it from 18 yards. We don't mm. have that. And that's the thing. You have to set your expectation on the players we have. And we've got a different caliber of players. And we definitely need those kind of players as individual, like, you know, mm-hmm. the brilliant players, like the Gareth Bales, who can make this tremendous run and just smash mm. it from 30 yards and bury it in the back of the net. Is um, he going to stay, do you think, Ozil? I think Ozil will stay. I think he'll come to an agreement. Um, Sanchez, I don't know. I I think a lot of people are reading t- way too much into his, you know, expressions in a game and all that kind of shit. Oh, he's laughing. You know, after a while, when you're getting smashed, like, what are you going to do? get angry you, you, you're you off the field you know what I mean it's just mm. you know what I mean you got to move past it yeah um, 
I don't know what's going. Oh, seriously, it's, it's just one of those seasons. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't know who's going to stay. Who's going to? I it's think Ramsey will go in the yeah. off season. Um, we need to find a Casola replacement. We need this. You know. Yeah, it's going to be a big, big summer ahead, and um, whoever the coach is, is um, he's going to have a tough, Venga. tough task. <laughs> you know, building the squad up again. Yeah, because we do need changes. You know, let's be honest. It's um, it's it's not good watching the team at the moment. They're just not performing. We got we got some good players, and watching them not perform, you think, what the hell's going on? Why aren't these guys playing? Yeah, and that's and again, this is like it's just really frustrating because we have we've been so poor, but we're still in it, and it's like get your shit together. You're not you're mm. not twenty points behind top four. You're right there. Yeah, pick your shit up. Like the West Ham game, we picked it up and we bang. Yeah, did the business. That's right. Um, I think he needs to go back to starting Juru. I might add, especially against Middlesbrough because they they play deep. You know, they've, they've barely scored Middlesbrough all season. That's why they're getting relegated. So you're gonna have to play the big boy up front and put those balls to him. Yeah, I think it's got to be your, you know, to to Walcott, to to Bellerin, just those balls straight to Giroud. Yeah, and then let the rest, you know, stand around him on the outside of the box, just waiting for the scraps and just hit him home. Like Sanchez does that very well. Mm. Just kind of loiters and then just pounces on 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 the prayer. So, um, what do we reckon now? I don't know, man. I can't predict any after the Palace thing. I thought, you know, after West Ham, I thought, yeah, it's coming. We, we, this is it. This I is thought, this is our good run to them. I thought season. that as well, you know. I thought uh, win at West Ham or beat West Ham at the Emirates and then go ahead and, um, you know, go to the go to Palace. I thought it would have been like 1 or 2 nil. Yeah, you know, maybe 2-1. I thought one. we were going to win that for sure after that West Ham 3 nil win. And then I, um, you know, that just... I think the, the problem is when you go down to a Sam Allardyce team early, mm. he goes, oh, I don't need to attack you. That's right. I, I drop sit deep, back and then I'll... I sit back and he, they just waited and picked us off. Like We basically ran up the field and let him run at us, which they did. Yeah. We, I don't think we can afford to drop any points in the Premier League, to be honest. Is Koscielny um, back this week? Um, that's, not, that's one of the big losses. Yeah, I'm right. not sure, but I looked at some stats for Koscielny and uh, with him in the team, we're at 73% winning rate yeah. and without him, we're like at 21%. Yeah. Well, every game that we've faltered in has been because he's been injured. Yeah. Um, all season, it's, it's been like that. And I that's... Think, I think the, um, yeah, the Gabriel-Mustafi partnership just doesn't work. I don't know what it is. There's a communication... <laughs> Because you know a leader. Mustafi looks like a leader to me. Like yeah. he's just, uh, you know, fires up the guys. I know it is his first season. He probably needs I, a season to just. Um, I think it's Koscielny's, um I think he's a, like a really quiet leader. I think people do look up to him. Like even though he's not vocal, I think his confidence and you know his his smarts and the way he controls the game in the back and mm. I think they feel more comfortable when he's there and he's marshalling that back line. Because despite him not talking, he makes the most amount of tackles from any of our mm. defenders. Um, and he's, he's a very smart player. And he's strong, he's quick, he's everything. And you looked at it from when Murtisaka didn't have Koscielny will cop goals. You know, when it was him and Vermaelen, it was terrible. Mm. Then when Koscielny came in, it would tighten up. Exactly. You know, like Koscielny, Gabriel can play. Koscielny, I mean, Gabriel, Mustafi can't play. That's right. Um, All right. But I think, yeah, I don't know, man. We've got Borough next. Then we've got the FA Cup tie. And then we've got Leicester. 
and a couple of days after we have Tottenham. So it's it's going to be a, a tight mm. finish to the end of this month. Um, yeah. So uh, if we've got more depressing stuff, we probably won't talk about it for. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we beat Tottenham. That'll be enough for me. Yeah, that'll season. be something. Away from home as well. Yeah, and just so they go. Well, look at the league table. Yeah. <laughs> look at the lo- look at the league table. Of the last twenty one years. Yeah. They forget that they erase it from there. No, no, it says stop living in the past. Yeah, stuck <laughs> like Liverpool fans. When did you last win the Champions League? Exactly. When did you last win anything? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andrew. All right. I'll speak to you later, man. Yeah, man. Let's have uh, a good long Easter weekend. You too. Goes and, out uh, to everyone as well. To all the Arsenal fans out there, happy Stay Easter. Stay safe. That's it. And, uh, all the best. In Arsenal, we try. That's it. <laughs> Take it easy, guys.